I feel like it's really important for people to take some time after your divorce to get to know yourself again. I think people assume that we just kind of jumped in and stayed friends and created this relationship. But really, I feel like we both kind of took time to kind of figure ourselves out. You still needed more time than I did, but Mm -hmm. I felt like... So in other words, you guys gave each other some space. Yeah, you need space. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband in Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband in Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Hey, all you Bulldologists, we are in the second week of my birthday month, and that means the second week of my birthday month giveaway. Now, if you want to be entered to win my giveaway this week, all you have to do is go leave us a rating and review. If you want more chances to win, make sure and follow us on Instagram because I have a different thing each day that you can be entered to win um, some of the things I'm giving away. And I am just giving away some of my favorite things this month. You don't have to go follow a bunch of people. You don't have to do any crazy things. They're basic, simple things. One thing you can do each day to get more entries to win that week's prize. I'm giving away a different prize each week. And right now I'm going to tell you what I'm giving away this week. So this week, I want you to have an awesome week. And we are going to do that by giving you some of my favorite things from Awesome with Allison. I love Allison. She has an amazing podcast show called Awesome with Allison. Um, go check it out if you want to feel awesome more often. But this month or this week, I am giving away her monthly calendar. Her monthly calendar is so great. It gives you a different challenge each week to go live your best life. Uh, I'm also giving away her I am awesome. I am doing awesome journal to help you uh, journal each day and recognize the good in your life. I'm giving away some of my favorite shave lotion because it will make you feel awesome and your legs feel awesome uh, and a pair of my favorite earrings. So they're not actually my earrings, just to clarify. They are just a pair of earrings that I love that I think you might enjoy too. Oh, and a set of our Be Bold stickers. So if you are interested in winning this, go leave us a rating and review right now and you can be interested to win. Also, you can sign up for our bulletin that will give you other options on how you can win different prizes that we are giving away. You can also follow us on Instagram, and I will be giving daily challenges each day that you can then go do and be entered or get more entries into the giveaway. So I hope that you will follow along. And if you do leave us a rating or review, please send me a DM so that I know you did it because it doesn't just automatically show up but go leave us that rating and review. There will be links in our show notes to follow us on Instagram, to join my Facebook group, to um, sign up for our bulletin, which is our weekly emails that we send out to give you updates on podcast episodes. Um, sometimes I share stories in there that I that we didn't share on the podcast. So if you want the extra little dirts, go sh- sign up for that. Um, I am obviously tongue twisted today. So hopefully that all made sense. And I hope to see you there. I hope to see you in the bulletin. I hope to see you entered in this giveaway because I want to give you some awesomeness this month. Each week we will have a different giveaway that you can win. Um, go get entered today, either by leaving us a rating or review or going to Instagram and finding out other ways that you can win this awesomeness. Have a great day. I did it. Yay. She pushed record. Proud of yourself for that. I am pretty proud. Pretty proud. You guys. She has like, she, she likes having all of the power at her fingertips of. 
<laughs> she also has something she's excited to tell us. Don't yeah. know what. Oh, she's also flipping Matt the bird right now. <laughs> I knew that was coming. When we, when this drops, it will be my birthday month, y'all. Oh my! <laughs> Yay! Be ready. Yeah, well, there will already be one episode that will have dropped in my birthday month, so I hope you enjoyed that one, you guys, because it's awesome. And if you heard that one, then you know a couple things are going on this month. First of all, my live lesson this month will be just a couple days before my birthday, and I will be giving away stuff because I like giving things away What are you giving away? Some of my favorite things. A Corvette? (laughs) No, not a Corvette, but favorite things. Some of my favorite things. Oh, okay. I like sharing like my Dr. favorite Pepper things. like Dr. Pepper soda. Dr. Pepper. What are some of my favorite things, guys? And some nail polish. Let's see if we can come up with them. Steve. <laughs> some shoes. I have a thing with shoes right now. Well, and clothes um, in general, and I don't have anywhere to wear them. Let's get some shoes. Did you see the shoes I posted today, Steve? No, I did not. No. I have a poll going if, to see if people think you'll be jealous breakfast. or not. I was. I cooked breakfast. Because <laughs> um, I wanted... To see if you'd be jealous of my shoes. There's my new shoes. Oh, very nice. I don't know (laughs) if they're my style, but they're yours. Yeah, they're very cute. Anyways, uh, did live you see what lesson. I posted yesterday? Yes, <laughs> I was dying. Steve, <laughs> Steve posted this video of the Golden really... Girls. It's the Golden Girls, yes, right? It's the Golden Girls. It is perfect, and it's but about she waited till her marriage, her, her and she night. was real shocked to see a man for the first time. <laughs> It was hilarious. I was dying. Yeah. If you guys don't th- follow us on Instagram, this is where the stuff is that we're talking about. So you get bonus stuff from us if you follow us on Instagram. But back to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. My live lesson this month, all about setting bold boundaries to protect your sense of self. I will be giving stuff away. It's going to be a party. We're going to have fun. So you can grab your spot in our show notes or whoa. Or in the link in our bio on Instagram, you can go register. It's free. It's totally free. It's just added info that I can give to you. So, And that's happening on March 25th, two days before my birthday. Did you get your hair done this week? I did get my hair done this I week. I like it. Thanks for noticing. It's cute. Thanks. That, like that like soccer player haircut. I have soccer player haircut? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Shaved sides, but like long all the way down the back. <laughs> don't say it don't say it you're both we're both thinking what it. were you gonna say <laughs> so it's the same as yours no mine doesn't go down the back oh yeah his see, I mine's it. shaved on all three sides jessica's only shaved on two. Oh, and mine's like a hard definition like yeah hers is distinction faded. yours is blended yeah faded they're very different haircuts Matt. do we need to post mine is also purple now, now. We need purple. To, I, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm transitioning out of the blue into pink. Oh. So it'll be purple for a week or two, and then it will just be pink. I think we need to do some side-by-sides comparing and contrasting our hair now, Steve. After this, Mal, Mal will take some pictures Mal, from all sides. Do you know I don't see the purple. There's like a little purple right back there, but mostly it's still blue. Yeah, it's mostly still blue, but okay. now I'm not using the blue shampoo. I'm using pink, so... Cool. The blue will slowly wash out and the pink will take its place. That is so exciting, I Steve. Know. Um, all right. So Matt has a review for us today. Yeah, I'm gonna read a review. So this review is titled Vulnerable and Inspiring. And by the way, 
If you haven't left us a review or rating, go do it. This says, I am new to the podcast, but already hooked. I love the fact that hard topics are open for discussion and that vulnerability is woven in each episode. If I have an hour of time to listen, I don't want scripted and canned conversation. You won't find that here. These three humans model humanity and vulnerability. Keep making more. Thank you. Super appreciate it. Yeah. I have one more uh, review to read. And this one is, I'll just read it. I have known Jessica and Steve since their story in Colorado Springs, and I have never written a review before on anything. But I heard in one of the last podcasts that Jessica was going to give a gift to those that <laughs> did, did so. So why not? LOL. <laughs> also, I don't know if I was the only one you came out to that way, Steve, but I definitely remember that, <laughs> that conversation in your bus on the way to the support group about why it was so easy for you to be in a yoga class with all those ladies. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> I want to let you know that I love you now as much as I loved you then. I'm sorry if I haven't shown it yet Aww. or shown it. That's very sweet. I love you guys. Super awesome. And, we... and did he use his name in there? Yeah, he does. Yeah. And yes, Larry, you're the only one I came out to that way. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty awesome. I think we've told this story, but he asked, we were driving somewhere together and I, he knew that I did yoga like five days a week back then. It was like when I first started yoga and I loved it. It was like such a good outlet for me. But he's like, dude, I don't know how you do it. And I'm like, do what? He's like, how can you be in a room with all of those beautiful women? With their yoga bods in their like yoga tights and sports bras. And I'm like, well, Larry, there's something you should know about me. <laughs> this is how I do it. Yeah. I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, since it is my birthday month, and I've said this before, if you leave a review, and we're not saying you need to leave us a five star review, we're not asking for any specific types of reviews, just a review. We will send you a gift if you reach out to us and let us know. So you need to send me your address after you leave the review and I will send you a little gift, especially because it's my birthday month. (laughs) (laughs) Matt hates my birthday month. No, I don't. I'm just teasing you. Why do you say that? You made that sound. (laughs) I guess that sound means hate. (laughs) It's a hateful sound. Do we have any stories that we want to share? I'm just trying to think back. I think Larry was one of the first people I came out to as he's far the only as friends. Person, yeah. Outside of support groups, he's the only person you came out to. Yeah. You and I were still married. Yeah. And I had not. I think I'd been come out to my mom at this yeah, point. And that's all. I think he was the first friend I came out to. Mm-hmm. So in that story, I made it sound like super casual and like no big deal, but it wasn't. It was like actually a very big deal. We talked about it. And you were in your Volkswagen bus? Yeah, my boss. The turd. (laughs) Oh, the turd. His name is Toby. Name is the turd. I also, (laughs) a couple weeks ago, bought some raffle tickets to win a... Corvette. Tesla renovated Volkswagen bus. Why didn't you have Matt enter? You would have won. I know. And the day you were (laughs) posting pictures this week of your Corvette, I got the notification that, sorry, you are not our winner. Maddie C. in... (laughs) Frankfurt, Maryland, or somewhere. Dang her. Driving my solar-powered bus now. So sad for you, but exciting for Maddie. (laughs) Congrats, Maddie. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. We know you're out there listening. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things, though, that throws people off when they win something like this is they still have to pay taxes. Mm. And so some, there, was, there was occasions where they've raffled out a Corvette and the dealer has been like, we're going to have to do a loan on this because they can't afford the taxes. Mm. How much are the taxes? 6% or something? Sales yeah. tax? Yeah, so it's sales tax. Mm. This one <laughs> came with $20,000 to cover the taxes of your $160,000 Volkswagen. Maddie C. ain't paying no taxes. Huh. We'll see how that works once the IRS sees that. <laughs> <laughs> then they probably tax her winnings, too. Yes. yes. <laughs> but still, it helps, right? Yeah. I'm sure it helps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this week I wanted to start out with one of the things we touched on in our Instagram Live this week because I was noticing as we were doing that that we got a lot of excitement about that. No, no, no. What is she talking about? <laughs> I don't know. It's okay, guys. It's okay. Both of their faces look a little stressed out. <laughs> We've already talked about it. Okay. But. But we're going to be talking about it again. Yeah. Just briefly because not many people are... Like, not everybody who hears us here is on Instagram following us. So, but just as a plug, if you're Thir interested. Only 13 of them. <laughs> we're, we're live, <laughs> which is fine. Every Thursday night after we drop an episode, we are answering your questions from that week's episode or any questions you have for us. So if you're interested, go follow us on, on Instagram and then turn your notifications on so you get notified when we go live. But we, we've been doing that the last probably month and it's been really fun. That has been fun. And silly. And silly, yes. And this is actually a question that I got recently in a podcast, and then we brought it up in the IGTV. So somebody was asking, well, how did you navigate this time between you and Steve getting divorced and you and Steve being friends and having a good relationship? Like, were you just together all the time? And and I think people assume that, that we went straight from divorce to still just being in each other's lives all the time. And that's not true. <laughs> like we had this time apart. Um, we still talked quite a bit and whatnot, but we only saw each other like once every three, four weeks because you were living in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. So you're talking like right after the divorce. Right after the divorce. I was trying to divorce. decide like which stage you were talking about. Right after the which, divorce which and basically... Divorce? <laughs> <laughs> which divorce? <laughs> I mean, we did date again after divorce, but... We so there was took, that. <laughs> <laughs> but like what I'm saying is I feel like it's really important for people to take some time after your divorce to get to know yourself again. I think people assume that we just kind of jumped in and stayed friends and created this relationship. But really, I feel like we both kind of took time to kind of figure ourselves out. You still needed more time than I did, but mm -hmm. I felt like. So in other words, you guys gave each other some space. Yeah, you need space. To figure out yes. who you are and what and, you want post-divorce. And, and I definitely needed more yeah. time and space than you did. Okay, yeah. so so at what point, Steve, would you consider that you had the space? I think post... Dating. Post-dating, yeah. So when we broke up at that time. And I mean, you had this space... I'm what that looked like. You and I had that space before that, but I think you were still so emotionally torn. Yeah, I was... And that's why I bring this up is because I think Jessica had the space when you were still living in Oklahoma and mm -hmm. she was here in Boise. Yeah. And so I think Jessica had the space then. Mm -hmm. And so that was the time in her life that she had the space. And then you, and you felt, had and you had 
like let go and we're moving on then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's not even like moving on. It was more like getting to know myself in this moment of, okay, what does my life look like now? Because I wasn't planning on getting a a divorce. Yes, I I knew it was a possibility because I stayed married to a gay man. But I also had to rethink my life, right? Of, okay, now how do I want to show up? Who am I? What is bringing me joy right now? And how do I want this to look for me? Do I want to go get a job? Do I want to just try and make things work by getting by in as little as possible? Do I want to start dating? Like, all of these things that you have to now reevaluate and figure out, give yourself time and space from that person to figure those out before you drive into a relationship with them as a co-parent. I mean, you're still co-parenting, but keep more boundaries up, I feel like, in that time, don't you think? Like, I feel like you need to have those boundaries. And this is for us. This could be different for other people, but I feel like that was really important for me. And you, like you said, you did this after we dated again. So I did this before we dated again, and then Steve kind of did this after we dated. Yeah, and that makes sense, Matt, what you were saying, Mm because Jessica, when we and I, when you and I actually... We and I like that. I I paused, waiting for some some feedback there. (laughs) Some mockery. But yeah, when you and I split, let me know I divorced, and you moved back to Boise, like, I immediately was with Sebastian, so I didn't really have that alone time, and I was very much just like following his lead yeah following his lead so yeah you're right that was your time like you said to be alone and find your footing mine came after i moved back to boise we dated for five months broke up and then that was kind of my time to like gain your clarity yeah it was a rough go but yeah i feel like it was probably two years yeah from our divorce for me to kind of have any sense of like where i wanted my life to point and what i wanted to look like and not just be like confused and sad and lost. (laughs) Yeah. And while we talk about like these major events that we spent together, holidays and whatever, we also weren't together every day. And I think people kind of just see the big events and think, oh, they were together all the time and they, but we weren't. So Steve, like pointing out your separation, right? Your Mm -hmm. separation, your time, your space that you needed to figure out who you were. Like I just, you were one, trying to figure out what you wanted in a relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. Two, you were trying to figure out what does your separation look like with the church that you've known for for your whole life. And three, you were trying to figure out, okay, what is this separation? What does this relationship look like with my my family? And meaning your your parents, your siblings, your and, and so like that was a lot for you. You had a lot to, to process, process mm-hmm. and to work through. And anyways. It was kind of like seriously, it was like ninety percent of the things that were like stable in my life suddenly became unstable. Yeah. And I and had to like be kind of renavigated and resorted and yeah. So then how how did you guys find that? How did you find that space? Like I'm trying to remember that specifics of that time frame like post breakup. Like when I started. I mean I was living in that apartment on Brownback. Trying to think of like where what all that looked like. You were in the house up on in the foothills. Mm-hmm. Was it just a matter of Jessica was available to take Penny whenever you needed her or, or like what was and it? So like, even what? at that point we and and this is one of the things too is we had a more strict custody agreement between us like we mm-hmm. established it still mm-hmm. but we really stuck to that as much as we could I think because we did. I think it was important that we recognized that we were supporting each other in those roles and showing that trust and respect and gaining that trust and respect and that I'm going to show up to take my daughter 
when it's my time because I respect your time, like the other person's time without her. You've made plans. That's important that I respect that. And that we show Penny that we're going to be there, right? That we're showing up for her. And so in the beginning, like now, yeah, it is kind of a a wash. We do have a schedule, but we're very flexible. Flexible now than it was. It was, we didn't always just, it wasn't as flexible in the beginning. Like we were more structured because we needed, we needed that. Like emotionally, we needed that to know what was going to happen for everybody. And I needed that structure and that routine. Like having Penny was like the one thing that was still stable and kept me grounded and like was a very healthy, like this is something I can do and be successful at. And I know what I need to do as her dad. And yeah, there were some questions about how do I approach this and what do I share with her and how does, how do I balance? That's part of parenthood. Yeah. And and am I, (laughs) am I screwing up my kid by being, (laughs) embracing the side of myself and all those things. But at the same time, just my time with Penny was like the one it was the stability in my life and it was the one thing that I knew was healthy and constant. going to be maintained and constant and not going anywhere and like gave me meaning when there were so many every other aspect of my life kind of felt like well where's my worth in any of these things or any of these relationships or any of these scenarios like what matters anymore that was the answer she mattered I'm not sure just can't leave it at she. she. <laughs> <laughs> what really mattered? It was she. she. <laughs> <laughs> and I think while now we do see a lot of Steve, like Matt and I, we are talking about this on the Instagram live as well. Like Steve's, Matt and Steve see each other a ton because they work together now. And Steve's doing pickup and drops off. And usually in that we talk a lot, but that wasn't always the case. Like, yeah, we saw each other a lot and pick up and drops off. And yeah, we had, <laughs> I know, be quiet. <laughs> Struggles are real. <laughs> but, and we had like meaningful conversations and you knew if you needed somebody to talk to, I was there. But it wasn't like we were hanging out all the time. No. And we, it was occasional, no. like maybe every few months, maybe a once a month. Like, you know, it wasn't it wasn't well, a constant. And thing. even during this whole podcast time frame, like the podcast has brought us together more often than not. Yeah. And but like, I don't think we hang out as much as people think we do. No. Like <laughs> we see a lot of each other when there's a reason to see each other, like work or dropping off or picking up kids. Or a podcast. Yeah. But like, out, it's, it's not bet, as much as people think that we hang out. I bet but we see it each is other way more than, yeah, than most, <laughs> than most people. But do. let's, I would guess we see each other 20 times for a reason like that in between every one time that we're that just we like, out. hey, let's get together for yeah. dinner or pool time or, yeah, you know, whatever that's just like, hey, we don't have a reason to get together, but let's do it. I yeah. bet there's 20 times in between those. So one out of every 20 that we see each other is, just because we want just to see each hang other. Out. Yeah. And I try to make it kind of like an open invitation that you're right. welcome in our house. And I know you know that. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, good and healthy for us. But that's also not something that would have been okay in the beginning. Right. Like emotionally, that wouldn't have been good for either of us. I've talked to a couple of people who are just coming out of their marriages and they're trying to replicate what we have or because that's what they want, not because they think, oh, you know, they're doing it right. So I have to do it the exact same. And I try and encourage them. I'm like, listen, put in the time, You're- put in the time because <laughs> this is still fresh and you need to figure out you emotionally before you jump back into the relationship with your ex with a co-parent. Like you, you need 
some space to figure yourself out. Well, and they need some space and your kids probably need some space. Yeah, yeah. And also recognizing somebody was like, well, it's just so hard to watch my ex change. And like, I feel it feels so personal of like, well, they they must have wanted this all along and they just never told me they just held themselves back because of me. And I'm like, that was their decision. First of all, you can't take that on you, whether that was their intention or not. But I also like they're going to change. You have no control over that. Like you have to let that go. That's and you not... have to want the best for them. You have to yes. want them to be able to move on and let go of the pain and the hurt and to not get stuck. Like, yeah. And that's a hard thing, though. It's it hard, hard. Yeah. to want the best for someone, but also the best for them is hard to see. Like, when I'm saying that weird, yeah. but you know what I mean? Yeah, it can be hard. It's hard to see someone move on, even if that's what you actually want for them. Yeah. So anyways, I just thought it's come up several times lately. And I was like, all right, we should talk about this a little bit more because we do talk about, I mean, we're talking about big, significant moments in this podcast for the most part. And so it sounds like we're together all the time. What's going on? I don't know. Matt's Why are you face. guys both looking at each other weird and like then back at me weird? I don't know. Are you holding your mic to be weird or are you no, just holding your I'm mic to be, to be comfortable? I'm just trying to be comfortable. Very like something's going to happen right now and I don't know what it is. <laughs> You're paranoid. <laughs> no, and I've really appreciated that Jessica has embraced some of the changes that I've made while we, we've been married, you know. Like last week, I took out the trash in our bathroom, and she was really amazed with that. <laughs> She's embracing the changes. No, but seriously, as like you're in a marriage, too, people are going to change, and you. Yeah, well, um, and, I mean, I look at our marriage, Matt, and I I've changed a lot, right? Like in my roles in our marriage, have changed a lot, and the fact that. I'm starting to do other things besides just take care of the house and everything in it and all of the people in it, right? Right. And so I do expect Matt to step up a little and to help with more things. And that's that's a new thing. And it takes time to change that, right? Yeah. Because I'm expecting more help. And so while I tease about Matt taking out the garbage in the bathroom... It's a big deal. And it meant a lot to me that he did that. Yeah. And now he knows that because I teased him about it. So now she just filled it up really quick again. <laughs> to see if it happens again. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Matt, after your divorce, did you experience some of this where you felt like you emotionally like got to know yourself again or took time for yourself? I mean, you kind of had to, I guess, because you were separated for mm-hmm. nine months before you actually got divorced. Yeah, it was almost a year. Yeah. The separation... I don't know. I didn't. I don't feel like I gave myself. Well, I wasn't able to give myself enough space to really figure out who I was, just because I had my kids full time, Mm -hmm. full time for that nine months. And you were living in your parents' home, and I was. Yep. Which I think honestly sometimes does make it harder to figure yourself out after divorce. But the thing that I was super grateful for was. I was able to put the kids to bed yeah. and be able to find that mm. space yeah, and figure out who I was. And I would just go to the gym and lift weights and process things, listen to music and try not to have conversations at the gym. <laughs> try not to girls. have conversations. <laughs> you yeah, don't want to talk to cute girls. Is that what were, you're saying? No. Oh, no, I'm just cute saying. Boys. Oh, just no. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted space for yourself. 
Yeah, you I wanted want space that time for without and, anybody. Okay, but and every time I'd go, here's the thing: every Who time talks at the gym, every time I'd go to the gym, I'd see somebody I knew. Oh, okay, and so I would, you know, purposely headphones. put in headphones mm-hmm. and put my head down. And there were some times where, like, you know what? I feel like I would like to talk to somebody else, and if I'd see somebody that I knew at the gym, I would make an effort, make an effort to go talk to them. Mm. So, anyways, but I like that you honored that in yourself. Of hey, I don't feel like talking to people today. Yeah. Because I think sometimes we feel that obligation of, oh, I need to, I need to be nice. I need to whatever. But sometimes it it's important to be nice to yourself and to tell yourself that, no, this is what I need. So it's okay. Yep. So, so then again, like we just finished up this big part of Matt's story, but mine and Matt's story of going through this whole custody thing and all of the court cases and everything. And it's interesting to me because I think about after that time. Like the process that we went through after that of emotionally healing again, right? Like you had to find yourself again and get that grounding again after that. At least that's how I felt. Yeah. I don't know if you felt that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I I remember for me, it was like, okay, I had these things that I'd wanted to do, but felt like I couldn't because I'd been so emotionally strung out from basically us getting married and how hard that was, Matt. And then going into this whole emotional thing, dealing with your ex and then feeling like, oh my gosh, I think I'm okay. <laughs> like, What's wrong? Yeah, it was like a weird. And I remember just being so grateful when people asked us how things are going or what's going on. And I still feel this to this day, being able to say, we're good. Like there's so much gratitude in that of feeling like, okay, we're emotionally and in every other sense of the word, good. Yeah. Not like everything's perfect, but emotionally safe. Do you feel that, Steve, right now in your life? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's it. good. And so I took that time to like. It's calming. It feels calming to be. I don't know. I guess there's always aspects of our lives that is out of our own control. Of right? course. And there's always something we wish was a little different or somewhere we wish we were that we're not yet or something we wish we had that we don't. Yeah. Something that was in place that isn't. But doesn't mean that we can't say yeah. Things are good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I feel like each time you kind of get to one, I believe firmly, and I'm sure most of you listening to this, if you've listened for a while, know that this about me, that I believe firmly in finding the joy in the moment and enjoying where you're at right now and finding happiness and peace and comfort where you are right, right now, but also, you know, leaning towards that next thing, right? Like you're talking about, Steve, like the next level of this will be nice when I get there, right? To mm-hmm. this next thing. And I think about the different phases we've gone through in our marriage of doing that, right, Matt? Yeah. And I, I keep thinking right after this, and this is life where you can emotionally take on a little bit more and a little bit more. And right after this, well, like probably a year after we settled everything, I dove into training for the Spartan races. And that was a big deal for me to be able to say, hey, I'm, I'm good at racing. Like, I'm good at this. And to be able to feel like I could devote that much time to myself of training and doing it with my dad, I feel like it wasn't just for me. But that was really a healing time for me to realize I was, you supported me taking that time to do that. You recognized it was important to me and feeling like I was emotionally in a place with you, Matt, where I could reach for this and go for it. And also we were financially in a place where I could go for that. And it was a big deal for me to be able to hit that that milestone 
of being able to do that. I don't know. Does that make sense? I was looking at those pictures the other day of when Penny did the Spartan with you. Yeah. So dang cute. Little yeah. teeny tiny Penny in a mud pit. Yes. Just grinning, <laughs> grinning ear to ear, holding up her metal. Our kids loved doing those. Yeah. And that was another thing that I loved about that is after coming out of this, it gave me a way to connect with When you say coming out kids. of this, what are you coming out of? I'm talking about the whole divorce custody case stuff that we just talked about in the podcast, like okay. coming out of that stuff. I just want to clarify. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the, yeah. Meaning all of a sudden you had time and energy and resources yeah. available to put towards something other than just how are we going to survive this horrible thing our yes. family's going through? Yes. Yeah. And that, And it gave me this opportunity to reconnect with your kids, Matt. Yeah. On something that we all mutually enjoyed. Because all of you did one of yeah. these together. We right? did a, several of them together. And it was so fun. And they were so excited to go do it and do something that I was doing. And I was excited to see them doing it. And they genuinely feel that. I know when we yeah. do races together. And so that's one thing for me that I've really hung on to is that, okay, I can't show up in a lot of ways for your kids like I'd want to, but I get to do some of these things with them. That right. They genuinely feel loved and supported in yeah and i think about I, I think about it just this week we went and we got everybody climbing shoes right yeah in preparation to mm-hmm. be able to climbing yeah um, when and where get a well in preparation to get a membership to a climbing gym here oh, cool yeah when you're going to the commons that's close that the one to my out house on, off the interstate no close to your house there's one just off of uh yeah. rose hill not rose hill emerald it's it's emerald americana turns into emerald it's right there on, on kind Anyways, of by the bowling alley right here. It's like a mile from Emerald our Lanes. house. There's a bowling alley. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about <laughs> it after. <laughs> but there's there's a climbing gym that recently opened. And not only do I want it like <laughs> down the street from the cemetery. Do you know, where, know the where the cemetery is? It's just okay. a little bit farther down the street from the cemetery. You should check it out. I spent out. time in the cemetery. <laughs> I haven't been to the climbing gym or the bowling alley. <laughs> I haven't actually been in the climbing gym yet either because it opened right before Corona COVID, hit. Yeah. And so now I'm like, okay, we get to support these people who I'm sure have been struggling through this, but we also get to connect with our kids and they're so excited. And we happened to find, not found this huge bin of um, climbing, shoes. climbing shoes in the garage sale section of REI. Mm. So we went Friday night and bought them all climbing shoes. And I'm like, this cool. would be such a fun thing that we can do together as a family. Right. We can go, we can boulder, we can belay each other. And and we we can do that. And that's exciting to me. Yep. They're excited. So so I think what I'm trying to like get at with all of this is there's these moments that you get to reach for the next thing, right? That you get to say, okay, I'm ready to go for this next thing. And it's okay if it takes time to get there. If you're not emotionally ready, if you're in a place where you're struggling, I've struggle bussing written up there <laughs> for talking. Struggle bussing. Yeah. Where you're just, you know, you're you're getting through and you're fine and you're happy, but you know you want to get to this next place and it's not the time. And then you get to do that. Let yourself heal emotionally before you reach for that next thing. Yeah. Yep. I feel like Matt's there right now with work. What? You were like deep in the depths of it this last year. Of well, so was Steve. Yeah. Well, he just joined towards the end of that <laughs> of trying to stay afloat. And now you're seeing things settle. You've gotten through. You know what you're doing. And now you, you got get this to figure out. warehouse manager. Yeah. <laughs> Lightened your load. He did tell me this. He's like, I have all the right people in place now. 
Now I have to figure out what the heck I do with that. (laughs) And what he gets to do, right? What's the next opportunity for you? And that's huge. That's a big deal. He hasn't been there. I mean, you've been close to getting there several times. (laughs) But now it's growth. Now he gets to go for it. Isn't it funny that literally three months ago, you were on the line. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You were stuffing envelopes all day because we just couldn't keep up. Yeah. Yeah. That's the reality of it. And that's... That's the reality of life, right? Like sometimes you're in the trenches doing these things and you can't get there. I remember back, people in the back warehouse were always like, "Uh, like, where are you back here all the time? (laughs) Because I was at that point. And it's like, honestly, like typically I'm not back here at all. But anyways, that was hard for people to wrap their heads around. Yeah, I had people ask me and I'm like, no, he's the CEO of the company. Like, we all should be, like, we need to get him back, back to, to being CEO. Yeah. That is the goal here. Yeah. Like, yeah. We don't want to see him back here. Nothing, nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Just, no. Clearly, that is not where your no, but, time is best spent. But in life, sometimes we have to focus on what is at hand, the task at hand. Right. And then once we feel like it's under control, now we can move on to whatever we feel desired is next, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And honestly, this is what I'm teaching in my course. So you know what I'm preparing right now for the next stage in family life right now? Oh, great. Is kids driving. Oh, Like the kids are pounding it in my head. It's like, I'm going to be driving next summer. I'm going to be driving next summer. And like- Both of them? No, just one. Well, Mm. Sarah's like- She's really eager to drive as well, but she's she's down the line. Well, she's a year and a half behind that. Yeah, but still, I'm trying to wrap my head around. Okay, what does our family dynamic look like with the kids driving? Right, it changes things. Right, it totally does. I because, wish I wish Penny could drive already. I know. <laughs> Get your dang self to swim lessons. <laughs> drive yourself to school. <laughs> yeah, you think I am the yeah. parent? You're the parent. <laughs> Gosh dang it. <laughs> I don't want to be a parent. <laughs> no, but seriously, I was watching like, Modern Family this week, and Phil Dumphy doesn't want to be the parent. He's just like, I'm a friend first, your dad second. <laughs> <laughs> Not the right way to think of it. Yeah. And he's, yeah, just. I want to go watch that now. I love that show. <laughs> he's just like the epitome of the embarrassing dad because he wants so hard to just be cool. In his kid's eyes, and he's just not. It's awesome. Yeah, that's the way I mess with my kids. It's like right now they're they got on Snapchat, and it's like anyway. Well, like that day that I jumped on Penny's Zoom Zoom class and said hi to all of our classmates, and afterwards, our little bestie's like, "I can't believe your dad got on. That is so embarrassing." (laughs) Are you so embarrassed? <laughs> Is this the same bestie that told her, told me my Spanish was terrible? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Apparently both her dads are embarrassing in, in her eyes. Yeah. Both of Penny's dads. That means you're succeeding. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we got to wrap around like the new reality, the new dynamics of our family, which will be coming up here soon. Right. Because it's like once they can drive. Driving. Well, oh, no, so they can take are, Penny to swim Whose house me. are they at? And where are they, you know... Yeah, and like, I guess, so what I'm trying to figure out is, okay, I've been, I'm encouraging my kids to save up their money to buy their own car, mm-hmm. so then I don't have to deal with 
okay, I've purchased a car, but it's this is dad's car. It's going to stay at dad's house. Like Kids, when you're how 16, do we navigate that? save your money and buy some raffle tickets and get your own Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's how it works. Anyway. <laughs> you just win your car. I'm going to tell my Corvettes niece that. Corvettes for fruits. Corvettes for fruits. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, this whole idea has been on my mind a lot. And I want to start, I was telling Matt the other night in the hot tub how I really want to start a, basically a nonprofit around this idea of helping people get to the place where they can move to the next level, right? Where they can, you put some systems and processes in place where it helps them, supports them for like six months to a year, not totally supports them but gets them to where they feel they can now take control and own, take that ownership. I have some ideas. I'm really excited about it. Do you know Penny's plan for when she is old enough to drive? What? So she has a thing for old trucks. Oh, yeah. You know, I've had two of them. She loved them both. She has not forgiven me for selling either of them. There's one for sale. Across the street. The guy who bought my last, who bought Rald, my last truck, he said he was buying it to restore it. And he, Penny had made some comment when he was there picking up the keys and writing a check and whatever that, that uh, she was sad to see him go and that she did not approve of this transaction. <laughs> and he said, you know, in probably about eight years from now, I'm going to be, he's, he's an older guy. He's like, I'm probably going to be selling this thing at that point. Let me keep your dad's number. When I'm ready to sell it, I'll text him. And by then, you'll probably be ready to drive. And if you want, you can have first bids on buying it back. That's hilarious. <laughs> Isn't that cute? <laughs> yeah. Penny's got a plan. Yeah. So when she's 16, she'll be buying back fully restored Rald. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. We will see. Anything else we need to touch on this episode? I take that as a no. I don't think so. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up for not being where you thought you'd be is really what it comes down to. Give yourself time, give yourself space to take the time to heal. And make make the space to have the time to do the things yeah. that make you you. Create. And don't beat yourself up for that. Yeah. Even if you are the single parent, take the time. Find little moments. Send the kids with someone else and take the time for yourself. Yeah. Use the resources that are available to you. Make it happen. Yeah, and I'm just super grateful I had some resources. And we were all very lucky that way, that we had yeah. resources. And we know there are people that don't have the resources we have. But I feel like there's, I feel like sometimes we use the excuse, well, it's not the ideal situation. Like, this isn't, sending my kids here isn't, like, perfect. It's not perfect. Mm -hmm. It's safe. They're going to be fine, but it's not perfect. It's not with me, so it's not perfect. And I think that's wow. something sometimes we have to change in our thinking or even just in our own lives. Well, it's not the perfect time to go do this thing, so I'm not going to do it for myself. When, when really is, we should when take When is going to be the perfect When time. is going to be the perfect time? It's never going to be the perfect situation. Don't keep filling up your head with excuses. Instead, figure out how to make it happen. You were going to say something. I was going to say, your kids want to break from you just as much as you want to break from them. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Send them to grandma and grandpa. Send them with a babysitter. Send them to their friends. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Make Take it happen. the time. It will be good for both of you. All right, y'all. It's the end of this episode. <laughs> Thanks, Jessica. Don't forget to join me for my uh, my birthday party slash live lesson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. 
Matt and Steve, are you going to be there for this one? Yes, yeah, Steve's making the balloons. The balloons. <laughs> oh, it's that kind of party. Balloon animals. <laughs> balloon animals. <laughs> yes, yeah, Steve will ship you a balloon animal. He's going to be practicing. Snake. It's going to be a snake. <laughs> can, we, can we start doing that? If if you leave us a review, I'll make you a balloon animal. That'd be awesome. I'm sure people would enjoy it. <laughs> Put it in a box and ship it to you. <laughs> we, know, we know how to ship things. I can do a giraffe, a dog, a flower. <laughs> a sword. By the way, the difference between a giraffe and a dog is basically just a giraffe is just a long neck, long necked dog. dog. <laughs> Crushing it. Secret. All right. Have a good week, y'all. Hey, everyone. For the takeaway this week, we just wanted to really let you guys know that it is so important to love yourselves. We change. Our bodies change. Things change. And so we got to learn to love ourselves in a new way, no matter what phase of life. And don't let anybody tell you where you should be at or what you should be doing. You pay attention to what feels right for you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go share it on social media. Take a screenshot, tag husband-in-law. And if you have a question, go to Apple Podcasts and put a rating and review and write the question in the review. We will be sure to answer it for you. 